everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Rose Ramandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries. Masood and I, we were studying the Bible together around the uh, the events took place around the resurrection of Jesus. And I found my ways uh, to go to Mark chapter 16. And that's right after the resurrection of Jesus. And let me just read for you these, these few verses. And I want to share with you something that opened up for me. It's just so powerful and so life-changing. Look at verse 5 in Mark chapter 16, verse 5. It says that entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who, who was crucified. He's risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. As he said to you. If you remember in the previous episode, Masood shared with you that um, it's not about trying to believe what Jesus said. It's about, know, it's about believing him. If you know who said these things, then it's easy to believe what is said. So that's why here says, as he said to you before, he told you something and now it's happening right now. So now when we were talking about this, all of a sudden, I just like popped a question into my mind. Why is it keep saying like going back to Galilee, like go He's going before you into Galilee, right? So I started meditating and doing reading a little about this, and I realized that okay, so if you remember the story of Jesus in John chapter, I think four, and that Jesus turned the, uh, I think it's John chapter. I have my Bible right in front of me. Actually, John chapter two, that Jesus turned the wine in uh, to turn the water into wine. And if you remember, it was a wedding day where they ran out of wine and mother of Jesus came and at the end of long story short, and the servants drew water and eventually the water turned into wine. But that feast was happening in, uh, in actually in Galilee. So let me, let me show you some verse here. Look at um, John uh, chapter four, verse 43. So and now after the two days, he departed from there and he went to Galilee, right? Verse 44 says, and Jesus himself testified that the prophet had, has no honor in his own country. So when he came to Galilee, Galileans received him having seen all things he did in Jerusalem at the feast. Okay. Just wait a minute. It says that Jesus went to Galilee in the story in John chapter 4 and Galileans received him because they saw what he did at the feast. Okay, so the which feast? The wedding feast. For they also had gone to the feast. All right, so this is verse 45. It says the reason, first of all, Galileans received him, it was because they... Uh, they had gone to the feast, number one. Number two, they saw what he is doing in the feast. That's why later on, when Jesus came to Galilee, he, they received him. So now 
in Mark that this this angel is telling the, the woman here that go and uh, you know Jesus is going before you into Galilee so therefore Galilee is a symbolic of a place that the the city it's actually let's put it it's his his own town it's a town that the people receive him the reason people receive him because they saw they see what he's doing and the reason they see what he's doing because they actually went into this feast okay so now Jesus is resurrected and he says, I'm going to Galilee. And, and so therefore it's now he's saying, I'm going, I'm going to be received by you. Okay. But now he's going to be received by Galileans. All right. So now we're talking spiritually here. So Galileans are the people who have gone to a wedding feast, who have seen Jesus doing some kind of miracles. And that's why they received him. So now, if we go to the story of the parable of the wedding feast that Jesus talked about it in Matthew chapter 22, so many stuff is going to open up for us because we are going to see who, who are those people that they are going to the feast. Now, in one hand, we look at the scripture, we realize that it's the Galileans. Galileans went to the feast. But now let's take a look at the parable of the wedding feast in Matthew chapter 22. In this parable, Jesus speaks and he says, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. So Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven, therefore. He's not talking about kingdom of earth. He's not talking about the rulership or anything that is happening on earth. He's talking about the heaven. He's giving us this parable for us to help us understand how this kingdom of heaven works and keep in mind when we say kingdom we are talking about a kingdom with the king and the army and the battle and all those things so now look at verse 3 it says and he sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding and they were not willing to come okay some people are invited and they weren't willing to come. Verse 4. Again, he sent out other servants saying, Tell those who are, in, who are invited, See, I have prepared dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle are killed. And all things are ready. Come to the wedding. So he's now trying. Somehow it looks like they're trying to convince these people. Come on, the wedding is ready. Food is ready and everything. Look at verse 5. It says, But they made light of it, and when they went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his own business. So to me, how stupid <laughs> someone can be when they invite you to a wedding with the fruit, free food and dance and rejoicing and a feasting, and you want to go work, right? Do you just see what it says? It says, Some said they went back to their farm, that's their business, and they went back to their business but the interesting part it says in verse 5 that they went their ways so they went to their own ways that's what i want to talk about here so let's keep that in our minds and look at verse 6 uh, so they went to their ways verse 6 says and the rest seized his servant treated them and spitefully killed them 
when he when the king heard about it he was furious and he sent out his armies destroyed those murderers and burned up their cities okay so there are a lot more to say in this parable but i'm just going to point out the the things that will eventually bring me to the point to explain to you about galileans but now look at here it says the king sent out the army so now here's the question you don't who are you usually if you are a king of a city and you send that sent out an army are you sending out, out an army to an unarmed civilians i think the question is no the army is being sent to fight and to battle against another arm, army so what do we see here these people that they didn't show up they did not show up into the wedding and they went their own ways. They gathered an army because they killed the servants. They gathered an army and they are ready to fight. So now what we are seeing is the fight between two kingdoms. Are you seeing? The ver verse number two, it says the kingdom of heaven is like a king who has a feast, a marriage feast for his son. So therefore, we have a fight that is happening here between the kingdom of heaven and some other kingdom, kind of a kingdom, that you'll see by the end of this message what it is. Uh, but obviously, the other kingdom is the kingdom that they are going to go, they are going their own ways and their own business and they make made light of the, this invitation. We'll see what it means. But I wanted to show you that this is not a fight against unarmed civilians. This is a fight, uh, the army, the battle that is happening between two kingdoms. And obviously, the if there is a battle, if uh, the other kingdom is bringing all the soldiers and leaders and the heads of the kingdom and everyone is fighting there, okay? So keep that in mind because by the time we know who are the people that are actually going to the wedding then that's when we realize who is the other kingdom so now look at um it says okay so verse 7 said that he sent out his armies destroyed those murderers and burned up their city i like it okay so burned up their city so the war this fight or this battle was between the two cities now look at verse 8 it says then he said to his servants the wedding is ready but those who were invited were not worthy therefore go into the highways and as many as you find invite them to weddings do you see it says go to the highways all right so the servants went out into the highways so i believe every word is important and there is a reason that it is mentioned and it doesn't say anything else right so origin like the first group they went their ways now the second group it says they went into the highways finding the people and now look at that so they went so those servants went out to the highways and gathered together all whom they found okay and both good and bad and they invited them to the wedding so i'm just going to stop here there's a lot to say for this parable but i want to show you something here to open up the galileans we are talking here so it says that those servants 
went out to the highways and now brought everyone to the wedding. So the first group who did not come to the wedding, they were not in a highway. They had built a city for themselves, an army, a fortress that they wanted to do everything they wanted to do. And they rejected this, whatever the invitation. But who are these people that are in the highways? Why is it saying highway and what can have that meaning? So now one of the meanings, one of this, one of the ways that we can look at this script, that this parable is to understanding of the highways. If you go to Isaiah chapter 55, and let's just take a look at some verses here together. Isaiah chapter 55 is, is a very famous chapter. And here's verse six says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Okay, wait a minute. Did you see? Let the wicked forsake his way and unrighteous man his thoughts. Forsake his way, forsake his thoughts. So here tells us that the way of a man is his thoughts. Let me read it again. Verse 7 says, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Verse 8 says, For my thoughts are not, uh, are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. Okay? So do you see? It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways. Okay, so therefore we see here again that the thoughts are compared, like the, there's a comparison between thoughts and ways. So verse 8 says that my thoughts are not your thoughts and nor your ways your uh, nor, way, nor your ways are my ways. Now, now look at verse 9. It says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are your thoughts. So therefore, it says that uh, my, my ways are higher than your ways. So my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Did you just see the high ways? My way is higher so god has a higher way than the way that man has and here tells us the high the high way is the thoughts of god so now going back to galatian sorry going back to matthew the parable of the uh, wedding feast what we see here is that they go to the highways to gather everyone and invite. What is it telling us? It says that everyone who is invited to the, everyone who eventually will be in the wedding is going to be those who have highways, who they are in the highways, they are in the thoughts of God. They have found themselves, or let's just put it this way to make it a little easier. If they are in the highways, um, if somebody, if Somebody is thinking in their own thoughts, they are in their own ways. But if you're thinking the thoughts of God, then you are in the thoughts of God. Then you are in the highways. And that's how this did you find your way to the you find your way to the wedding feast. And now remember, the, the uh, Galileans, they were in the wedding feast. 
So when Jesus says, I will go before you to Galilee, because he's going to be received up by us, but he's going to be received up by those who first go to the, the feast and then see his miracles. But who are the people that will eventually go to the feast to see his um, and his working and his miracles is those that they have the thoughts of God. So therefore, the first group that they didn't show up into the kingdom of heaven, to the wedding in the kingdom of heaven, they are the ones that they didn't have the high thoughts of God. They were the ones that they had their own ways. So now, now it's obvious if you don't have the way of God, then you're going to have your own ways and your own ways are very lower than the way of God. So God's ways are higher than you. God's thoughts are higher. So they had their own ways. So what kind of way they had then? They had their own labor and works and carnality and, um, you know, I have to go to my farm. I have to work for something. They were invited and they couldn't see the grace and they couldn't see the free, the, that they are invited freely to receive what God has for them. So hopefully you saw what the fight between the two kingdoms is. The fight is between the kingdom of heaven, where God is the spirit kingdom, and the fight is between the kingdom of the flesh, the realm of the flesh. So now if you have the thoughts uh, of the flesh, the earthly realm, and your thoughts are not the thoughts of God, then you will reject the message. You will reject the grace of God. Okay, uh, and uh, you will re reject what God has for you uh, to um, um, freely to receive, right? You won't find yourself into that joy and feast and what God has there for you. And that's why uh, when Jesus at the resurrection, he said, I will go before you to Galilee. He's now saying, I will go before you to be received up by you and I will be received up by you because, um, uh, because you have the thoughts of God and then you came and you're seeing what I am doing and you're entering into that the grace of the Lord Jesus and you're not in that uh, wicked mentality that is inherited from Adam that is full of labor and hardship and work and you know and you think you must work to buy yourself into somewhere and 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 once you, if you don't have that and you start entertaining thoughts the higher thoughts of God and then you will find yourself in the highway and you will find yourself invited into a feast you will end up going to the feast and you will end up going to see him doing all these miracles and you will eventually receive him when he comes to you okay so hopefully this will give you some kind of wisdom to understand um, the path that we must go and understand that we should not sit and entertain the, the thoughts that are not our, the, we should not entertain, entertain the thoughts that are not the thoughts of God. And, and that's why uh, Isaiah chapter 55, I want to encourage you to read from verse 6, read from verse 1 all the way to the end of chapter. And it's all about the thoughts of God that is coming to us and we must receive it and we must think, meditate on it and chew on it. And we will sooner or later, we will see the fruit of it. Bless you guys. And I'll see you in the, I'll talk to you in the next episode.